Hello, I'm Amanda Griffiths, the Quality Director at Voyage Care. Welcome back to Season 2 of our podcast, where the theme is quality. Today's episode is with our Children's Complex Care Specialism, where they will discuss clinical excellence, training and developing good relationships to provide quality care. Hello and welcome to season two of the Voyage Care podcast and today we're going to be discussing quality within children's complex care. My name is Yvonne Mujeri and I'm the clinical services lead and I'm joined once again by Hannah and Belaine. Hello, my name is Hannah Eastwood. I'm the clinical nurse manager in the southwest region for children's complex care. Hi, I'm Belaine Wilson and I'm the clinical nurse educator for the Northwest region. Thank you, Hannah and Belaine. So as you know, I'm so excited to be talking about quality and how high quality care and support is uh, done at children's complex care. So for me, quality is intrinsic in care and support services. It's fundamental and an underpinning aspect of clinical governance which is the system through which organizations are accountable for continuously improving the quality of their services and safeguarding high standards of care by creating an environment which clinical excellence will flourish. And as you both know and can attest to, children's complex care by Voyage Care, we strive for excellence and high quality care delivery. So Hannah, I'll start with you. As a clinical nurse manager for children's complex care, when we talk about high quality care and support, what does this mean to you? So if we look at the World Health Organization's definition of quality of care, that is the degree to which health services for individuals and populations increase the likelihood of desired health outcomes. So I feel that the key words here really are the desired health outcomes. We need to ensure that our families are satisfied with the provision of care and support that we're providing, as well as the commissioning bodies. So by safely meeting the needs of the person we support, that ensures high quality of care. Thank you so much, Hannah. I love that with the definition. And Verlaine, as a clinical nurse educator at Children's Complex Care, what does high quality care and support mean to you? I agree with Hannah. High quality care and support to me not only means maintaining a consistent patient-centred care, but also to continuously improve the outcomes of the persons we support. As a provider, children's complex care are very responsive to the health and social needs of, of children and their families. This is the key aspect of service the clinical team deliver to maintain high quality care and support. Thank you so much. That is so true, Verlaine. So for you, Um, As a clinical nurse educator, what are some of the ways that you ensure high quality care and support? Well, the training at Children's Complex Care is of high quality. Yes, it is. We have a robust training pathway uh, program for our healthcare assistants. Uh, This is delivered by a team of highly skilled and knowledgeable clinical nurse educators. Shout out to my, my colleagues, Jahara, Mark and Gemma and to our office-based trainer, Brenda. In addition to that, uh, following on from the training, we complete staff competency assessments to ensure delivery 
of the skills taught is of high quality and safety of the persons we support is maintained. We also complete annual reviews of our training program that we deliver to HCAs as well as our competency documents to ensure we are meeting their learning needs continuously. As educators, we keep our continuous professional development through training at, as um, resume ventilator training. It offers that sort of refresher as well because we're continuously delivering the training, things are continuously changing, and this allows us as educators to disseminate up-to-date information to our staff to ensure quality of care remains high. We also organize training workshop for healthcare assistants and nurses to improve the quality. Wow, thank you so much, Verlaine. That sounds like such a journey in terms of education and training. And I think the quality of the education program really shines through there. So Hannah, as a clinical nurse manager, what are some of the ways that you ensure high quality care and support at children's complex care? I'll think that there's probably a lot. Absolutely, there is a lot. So firstly, we would ensure that through clinical assessments. So when we first meet with the families, um, we spend quite a lot of time getting to know all of the needs of that person we support. So this includes the clinical interventions that are required, the routines that the person we support might have, as well as a bit of an all round picture, really, of how the child or young person is best cared for. We then attend any discharge planning meetings. We understand then in further detail any requirements for care and any changes that might have occurred since we initially met with that family. Following on from that, we need to make sure we have effective identification and management of any potential and actual risks. So for example, maybe an identified risk of aspiration for a person we support that has dysphagia, so difficulty with swallowing, that might result in us making a risk assessment and sending that over to the community team, the community speech and language team, and we would ask for an urgent reassessment and put a plan of care in place. So where required, we might then need to open an incident on our internal reporting system just to discuss that that is an identified risk. We also have really succinct and robust care plans. So these capture all of the information that we gather at that initial assessment, but they're also a comprehensive plan for our care staff to follow. So we update these yearly as a minimum, but we often update them much more frequently than that if there are any changes in needs. We also complete home visits and regular telephone correspondence with our families. So that really helps us to keep that good therapeutic relationship with those families, but it also allows us to get regular health updates on that person we support. So this allows us to intervene timely um, and liaise perhaps with the OT, for example, regarding some changes in mobility needs. We can then work jointly with the clinical nurse education team, wouldn't we, Belaine? Absolutely, Anna. Uh, the educators will also go into the home to complete any training and competency assessments required to deliver care of high quality and ensuring that it's also safe. Yvonne, is there anything else you'd like to add? Well, thank you, Hannah. Um, for me, I feel that the clinical team at Children's Complex Care is so dynamic and we're always looking to improve the quality of our services by benchmarking against best practice and to ensure that our practice is up to date and in line with current legislation. This ensures that our standard operating procedures and our clinical policies are of a high quality and standard and basically safe because that's what we're looking for, safe care that is of a high quality. 
I mean, as a clinical team, we attend training programs delivered by specialist hospitals in London. And this also enhances the quality and safe care delivery when we are imparting this knowledge to our healthcare assistants and nurses in the community. I mean, as you both know, we hold regular clinical governance meeting, which primarily center on quality improvement. And our clinical team meetings are also focused on quality improvement, where we discuss the issues and concerns and any identified risks. And we make sure that we manage and explore and address some of these issues collectively as a clinical team. And what I am really proud of, and I think it's something that we need to continue here at Children's Complex Care, are the significant event analysis meetings where we analyze and audit a significant event using a quality reflective cycle and where we also try to implement change that is effective and sustainable when it comes to practice and service delivery so that you have those never events not occurring again. And I also feel that standardization of key clinical procedures is an integral part of quality assurance in service delivery. So Hannah, do you have a package of care to share where you feel that we as children's complex care have showcased exceptionally high quality care and support? So we do have a young girl that we support and I'll call her G moving forward. So G moved from one CCG to another and CCC ensured that our current staff were able to support her while the new staff were introduced. So this really helps to ensure effective continuity of care for that child. When we moved to that new CCG, they discussed how usually they provide the care locally themselves and they hadn't worked with an external provider before. So we did work alongside their local team initially. However, we were able to showcase the level of high quality care that we provide and they were then confident to remove their local team and allow us to provide our own support. So since the transition fully to our team, the CCG has referred new business to us, which I really do think is a benchmark of the good quality that we were providing. Yes, I completely agree with you, Hannah. And I think that was such a triumph in terms of the quality that we produced because they were so impressed with our paperwork, our attention to detail, our march charts, our mobilization and training of carers. And I felt that by the end of the transition, they were very confident in how children's complex care manage uh, packages of care. So, Verlaine, um, do you have any stories that you might want to share uh, on exceptionally high quality care and support at children's complex care? I do. Um, for me, it would be a young boy we provided care for. Not only did we transition from another provider, but we also transitioned from nurse-led care to HCA-led care. Uh, this, this young man had a really complex airway that required bespoke training program. His mother's anxiety around transitioning from nurses to carers were eliminated by working closely in partnership with her from introduction through to the robust signing off process. This required me working 11 hour night shifts and day shifts with carers to ensure confidence and competence amongst all the staff. As a result, the, commission, the commissioning body has been very impressed with the transition and the support we offered 
and there's been and there hasn't been any clinical incidents, which is a mark of the clinical excellence. I completely agree. But you, Yvonne, do you have a story to share on any exceptionally high quality care and support? Oh my goodness, Hannah, I have so many stories to share. We would need a two-part series. Uh, but if I had to choose one, I guess it would be for a young person we support who initially was going to have the care downgraded post an airway procedure. And unfortunately, the procedure had complications which left this young person with additional needs and rehabilitation. And we were able to safely transition this young person from the rehab facility that they were in once they were discharged from hospital. And we organized a package of care with nursing staff during the height of the pandemic when there were so many unprecedented restrictions. And this child had gone from having healthcare support workers to now needing 24-7 nursing care. And it was through meticulous planning, effective multidisciplinary team collaboration, and communicating regularly with the parent, with the team of doctors and the nurses at the rehab facility. We highlighted the risks that were involved and all the adaptations that were needed all the equipment that was going to be needed, and we worked diligently to get the home safely. The package of care is now running smoothly one and a half years on, and the family and CCG and the rehab facility as well were really, really appreciative of the work that we put in to ensure a seamless transition, and they commended children's complex care on the quality of our services. Uh, yes, I remember this case and currently there's been, again, no issues in, with this package. It's running smoothly. Uh, the, the child is getting the support that they require to meet their needs. Definitely. So I think it's always important to review and measure quality in any healthcare setting. So as part of the clinical team, Hannah, can you give some examples on how children's complex care measure the quality of our services? Of course, yeah. So we complete and we send off quarterly monitoring reports to a variety of CCGs. So those reports, we are reporting on quality care provision, including the individual person we support, their barriers and their achievements. So we also hold quality review meetings with these CCGs and we discuss management of packages. We discuss the ongoing service, service provision and we look at the ways that we can improve that service provision. There are also quality feedback questionnaires. So they're completed every three months. They're sent out by a business development team and they monitor quality and client satisfaction. So these allow us to analyze our performance and we look at the areas that we're excelling in. And then we look at the areas where we have room for improvement. Thank you so much, Hannah. Belaine, do you have any additional examples on how children's complex care measure quality? Yes, yeah, so we have clinical supervision and support shifts for staff in the community, give the educators an opportunity to assess the quality of care provision and provides assurance of high standards of care delivery as well. We also have evaluation and feedback from training delivered, and these are stored internally and reviewed. Uh, where required changes are made to meet the training needs of our staff, and we also have internal audits. 
Thank you so much, Han and Belaine. And I suppose just to add on, I would say that um, at Children's Complex Care, we do have our internal organizational key performance indicators where we're looking at percentages on how we're performing um, as an organization. And in our clinical governance meetings, we also review our incidences, complaints, and compliments. We look at trends and percentages, and we formulate action plans to audit and address this. And we use the dynamic reflective cycle to review and assess efficacy of our in implemented actions. And I also have to add that since we've been a part of the Voyage Care uh, family, the clinical team, both collectively and individually, have always received nominations for the Voyage Excellence Awards. So if that isn't a measure of quality, I don't know what is. I agree. I think that's that's an, a, an amazing achievement and it just shows the, the, the quality of care that we deliver on a daily basis and how we work hard and we're committed to our roles and ensuring we meet the needs of the children we support. Thank you for that, Yvonne. Yvonne, do you think you could talk to us about how you might prepare for a CQC inspection or an internal audit? So what steps would you take, if any, to make sure we can ensure success? So for me, as a clinical lead at Children's Complex Care, I endeavour to lead the clinical service as though there's an imminent inspection. So I always ask myself, is Children's Complex Care safe? Is our care effective? Are we caring? Are we responsive as an organisation? And are we well-led? So that means that at all times, myself as a clinical lead, the clinical nurse managers and the educators and our two clinical administrators are continuously ensuring that quality and safety is at the forefront of our service delivery and that at all times we are responsive and caring to our staff, to our families, and most importantly, to the persons we support and the commissioning bodies. As the lead for clinical services at Children's Complex Care, we're always looking to improve on the quality of our service and getting that feedback from parents, children and young people that we support and commissioning bodies also gives us valuable insight on areas we're doing good at and areas where we need to improve. And I feel that all of this will make us successful. Um, if we were to have a CQC inspection, but every day we are always making sure that we're safe and our quality of care delivery and standards remain high. So Hannah, as you've worked with another provider within the last three years, what do we do at Children's Complex Care that sets us apart in terms of quality of care? How, how are we different to the to other providers that you've worked with? I would say really the main difference is that Children's Complex Care have dedicated clinical nurse managers for each of the people we support. So having that single point of contact for the families allows us to build that really strong relationship with them. And it helps us to identify any potential concerns, gain valuable feedback, and it allows us to improve upon our service delivery. So as clinical nurse managers, we help to create bespoke care plans for each of the children and young people we support. We also create medication charts, which our care staff follow in the home. 
We also attend all of the relevant meetings, so maybe a child in need meeting or meeting with relevant professionals such as the social workers, maybe the OTs, generally liaising with the multidisciplinary team. Yes, Hannah, I agree with you. And I also think that annual reviews uh, for care plans and the clinical nurse manager being instrumental in facilitating essential equipment, essential health reviews and um, organising physiotherapists and OTs to come into the home, multidisciplinary team involvement. As the clinical nurse manager, you're an integral part of the child's child or young person's journey because you pull everybody together because yeah. you see um, the child or young uh, young person regularly. The parents rely on you and you are always their first of contact, first point of contact. And the CCGs uh, rely on you um, to make sure that, you know, um, there's governance and quality in there. So Yvonne, you've mentioned a few times about the quality reflective cycle. Do you think you could just explain to us a little bit about what that means and what that entails? Sure, Hannah, I can. So we all know the reflective cycle uh, from Gibbs' uh, reflective cycle model. However, the quality reflective cycle is more of a pathway whereby in your reflection, you've got quality at the forefront. So when you're looking at what happened, you are also asking yourself, and how did this affect quality? And then when you think about your thoughts and the evaluation and analysis, what is central in that reflective cycle is how quality can be improved and ensuring that quality is never compromised and how we can safeguard against this. And in our action planning, it is again centering on quality improvement. I completely agree, Yvonne. And by looking at all of these things, we can ensure that these themes are not something that's reoccurring. So that concludes the Children's Complex Care podcast on quality. I've really enjoyed myself and thank you so much to everybody for listening and for more information, please go to our website.